Wargaming Recon is proudly sponsored by 127games.com, home of the cheapest access and allies miniatures. Find them at 12-7-games.com. This podcast is brought to you by Noble Knight Games. Since 1997, Noble Knight Games have been serving the needs of thousands of gamers worldwide. They specialize in both new and out-of-print RPGs, board games, war games, collectible card games, miniatures, and all things game-related. Hi, I'm Ben Gerber from the Indie Talks podcast. Noble Knight Games isn't just a sponsor for our podcasts. They're also a customer. I purchased from them and sold items to them, and I've always been treated very, very well. Noble Knight Games always delivers exactly what they promise. They ship super fast, and when I've had questions, they've always had excellent, fast, and friendly customer service. They have a huge selection of over 100,000 unique products, and when they say it's in stock, they mean it. No vapor inventory. You'll find discounted pricing on most in-print games, and they've got fair and reasonable prices on their out-of-print and rare items. Noble Knight Games ships worldwide, and they know how to package your order so that it arrives safely with no damage. Have some games you're looking to trade in for something new, or just to grab some cash? Check out their trading and selling your games section. I've done it before, and it's easy and fast. They provide the shipping labels, you box your games up, and that's pretty much it. Noble Knight Games have a weekly email newsletter featuring new and rare finds, and they'll even handle special requests for you. Check them out at www.noblenight.com, that's N-O-B-L-E-K-N-I-G-H-T, or contact them at noblenight at noblenight.com. Noble Night Games, your satisfaction is guaranteed. Welcome to Wargaming Recon, episode 83, Holiday Gift Guide. I am your host, Jonathan J. Reinhardt. I look forward to this episode all year long, ever since I started this way back, like ages and ages ago, with the Holiday Gift Guides, and I've been trying to do them every year. I just love doing these episodes. I love having the chance to be able to share some really cool ideas that would be perfect for you to give to yourself, a loved one, or whatever gamer happens to be in your life. If this is your first time listening to one of the holiday gift guide episodes, let me just kind of break things down for you and tell you how it goes. In years past, and I'm continuing now, I have divided the list into three categories, and I break them up by price because I figure you're not going to be able to necessarily spend you know, a gazillion dollars on everyone, or maybe you don't want to. It might be a sort of a setup where you have price limits put on things, or, you know, not everyone has billions and billions of dollars. We're not all Bill Gates out here. We don't have millions of dollars to be spending on gaming stuff as much as I'm sure you and I would like that to be the case. So I have divided the list up into three categories, and in years past, it was under $15, under $50, and 100 and up. Now this year, because I know things cost more and more, and honestly, partly because one of the things I wanted to include fits under, uh, it's more than $15, but not a whole lot more. I was like, you know what? I need to raise the limit on that lower category. So now the categories are under $20, under $50, and 100 and up. This list has some really cool things on here. I want to also mention that everything on here I'm going to have links to in our show notes. You can get those show notes by heading on over to wargamingforums.com slash WR83. That's right, wargamingforums.com slash WR83. Go there, there'll be links to everything, and a lot of the links are actually affiliate links to things on Amazon or other websites. How that works is basically, it doesn't cost you any extra to buy the item through our affiliate link. 
doesn't cost you a dime more. You pay the same great price that you would normally pay on whatever website we happen to tell you about. But the companies that own those websites and uh, those online game stores and everything, they give us a little something. So it helps us out, doesn't cost you extra, and you get the cool items that you want at the great prices that you want. Now, just because we have these links on our show notes to all these online entities does not mean that you can't find them at your local stores. And in fact, I want to encourage you to go to your local game store, go to your local brick and mortar store where you like to shop, your independent place, your independent stockist, and get as much of this as you can because chances are they have it. On this list, there are some books, so your independent bookstores will have it. A great bookstore here in New England, in here where I live, is called New England Mobile Book Fair. They are perhaps the largest independent bookstore in all of New England with great discounted prices. They mark everything down off of publisher's price. So you can get most, if not all, of the books that I mentioned here from them or any other local bookstore you like. Chances are they can special order it for you. For the games, your local game store should be able to have it or be able to special order it. Not everything will be able to go through them, but give them a try. And if not, then feel free to go ahead and use one of our links, whether it's an affiliate link or just a regular link that we're giving to you to go and do your shopping online. But I do want to mention that, you know, you really should try and I want to encourage you to shop locally if you can. It, it makes a difference. And these are the places that you game at, you hang out at, that your friends are at. Uh, they can't survive if you don't give them your business. And we've talked about in the past, you know, why you should or should not shop at local game stores. And I've given reasons for and reasons against. If you have a good game store, support them and check out them and see if they have any of these products that I'm going to mention. Now, also in years past, I would have tons more products that I would list. And that would mean that I would give you a whole laundry list. And I, don't, I think I was just kind of zipping through them. Didn't really get to spend any time talking about them. And I think chances are you would listen to the episode and you go, what was that one? And you'd constantly be rewinding the episode to say, let me get that. I, I missed that. This time around, each category only gets three. That's right. Three items that I'm going to mention. So I want to start things off. And I just want to go right ahead and jump into the under $20 category. The first thing on the list, and it's been here for quite a while, it is Zombie Dice, the ubiquitous game that I just, I can't get enough of this game. It's so fantastic. It's not really wargaming, and I, I get that. But you know what? You go to a con, a historical con, any sort of gaming con, you go to a convention, and you spend time in lines. You're waiting for a game to start. Maybe you met someone you didn't know before. And you want to spend some time and you want to get to know them. You want to just kill some time. You need something to do. A game like Zombie Dice, which I have talked about tons and tons and tons over the years, is a quick and easy game that you can pick up and it doesn't cost very much. It's $13.13, I think, at your local game store. Again, we have a link to it on Amazon, an affiliate link. And you can get it really cheaply. You play the role of a zombie and you are trying to collect brains from people. So you roll dice that are in here in the different colors. And the different colors represent different probabilities. Each dice has a combination of icons on them. The different icons that you can get are a shotgun blast, feet, or, yep, you guessed it, a brain. And the first person who gets to 13 brains and has that becomes the zombie, the player to win. It's a quick game. It's a lot of fun. You roll dice and it's affordable. Like I said, I believe it's $13.13 from your local game store. Amazon might be a little bit more. I'm not 100% positive about that. 
but check out the link. Go to your local game store. It's a fantastic game. I can't say enough great things about it. This has been our like top pick overall. The first few times that we did the list, it's been a contender every time since then. And it's a really cheap game. It's not often that you get something that's really affordable like this that tends to be so good because usually you get what you pay for. And in this case, you're getting such a great deal. I should also mention that it is a Steve Jackson game. And maybe that's what really makes the difference because Steve Jackson games, for anyone who's played them, you know they are fantastic. They are definite quality. So that's the first item on our list for the Holiday Gift Guide 2013. The next item on the list is a new contender. So let's say you're playing a game of Flames of War. Eh, let's not say you're doing that. Let's say you're playing a game of Saga. And you have all those Saga dice and you know where to put them. And you have one of those old, you know, dice bags. And they just they sit on the table, but then they flop over. All your dice fall out. And you don't know what to do. You're spending more time picking up your dice than you are rolling them and playing your game and figuring out what to do next. So you need a better way to carry those dice. And what we would like to recommend is Dragon Chow Dice Bags. These are something that are new to me, but they sound amazing. And I actually got turned on to them because of Ben Gerber, who is the owner of the Troll in the Corner Podcast Network, which we are a proud member of. So he strongly recommends these, and they're actually really cool and very affordable. They come in a bunch of different patterns. They have them for all sorts of different geeky patterns. And one of the cool things is that the owner of Dragon Chow Dice is a gamer. They're a geek like you and me. They know what we like. So there's a really cool one. It's a Doctor Who one, of course, but they can't say Doctor Who. It's a blue police call box dice bag. And they have pirate ones and all sorts of other ones. But all the dice bags are reversible. So you can say, oh, look, I got a new dice bag and flip it inside out. Another cool thing is they all have a flat bottom. They will never flip over on you. You put your dice in. You can leave it open so that way you can reach in and grab whatever dice you need. You're playing that saga. You just keep your dice in there. You pull out what you need. You roll them. You can put them back. This way the table isn't cluttered. You don't have to worry about not knowing where your models are or is this dice representative of casualties for that unit or this unit. It's just there. It's not counting for anything. Put it back in the dice bag. And like I said, it can stay open. The dice bag can stay open. It's not going to fall over like traditional dice bags. These dice bags and a variety of patterns, a variety of colors only cost you $13. That's right, $13 for a dice bag that is reversible with fantastic patterns and has a flat bottom so it's not going to fall over. I think that is a great deal. You can't go wrong. They also have specials uh, from time to time, and I believe the special for December is a particular pattern, and it's only $10, so $10 for a dice bag. I don't know about you, but I spend more than that on glue, so I'm always having trouble where my dice are flopping all over the place. Usually what I do is I take the dice out of my container, and they're just on the table. They're everywhere. And when I'm going around playing Black Powder with my buddies, playing Black Powder with Adrian and Court, and I'm trying to take pictures of stuff so I can post it on the blog or just have for my own needs, I have all these dice in the picture, and i got to spend the time moving the dice around when I should be spending the time to take a cool picture and then jumping right back into the game, planning my next move, and not spending all this time picking up all these dice and getting them out of the way of my picture or worrying about... Oh, does this mean that this unit has three casualties on it or two casualties? Or is this a dice that doesn't count for anything? I just left it there. Take it, put it in the bag, the Dragon Chow dice bag. You're good to go. You don't have to worry. That's number two on the list. And, of course, that actually, as far as I know, you cannot buy at a local game store. I could be wrong, but as far as I know, that is the case. 
You can only get it from their website. We do have a link in the show notes to our blog, so you can go ahead and get that and check it out. The third thing on the list is extra cool, and I did a whole episode on this before. It is Wally Simon's Secrets of Wargame Design, Volume 1. It costs only $19. You can buy it from On Military Matters. Have a link in the show notes. I'm not really going to go in depth on this one because I talked about it before. And if you haven't heard this, you know, my previous episode where I just went in depth about it, I would suggest that you go back and listen. You can get all those. We have them on Wargame Vault and all over the place. But one of the things I do want to mention, I got this really cool little early, I don't know, birthday present, Christmas gift kind of thing from Mr. Russ Lockwood, who's the editor of Wally Simon's Secrets of Wargame Design. And I should take this out on post-production, but you know I'm not. So you're going to hear a noise right now. I'm taking a post-it off this item. There we go. So the item that he sent me is Volume 2. It's Wally Simon's More Secrets of Wargame Design. Like Volume 1, it's $19. I, I literally just got it in my hands the other day. I haven't looked at it at all. I'm going to be looking at it. I'm going to do an episode and talk about it. I believe Russ and I are going to be getting another chance. We're going to do another talk uh, via phone and have a little interview and talk about this and share it with all of you. I'm just really excited to get it. At first glance, just looking at the cover, everything looks as amazing. And you can't go wrong. $19, buy Volume 1, buy Volume 2. Under 50 bucks, you got two great booklets here that cover great ideas for rules design, playing games, rule mechanics, analysis, just all sorts of stuff. It's fantastic. Like I said, you can't go wrong. So the third thing on our list for under $20 is Wally Simon's Secrets of War Game Design. This is the gift that I, that caused me rather to change the price point for the category. Like I said previously in prior years, it was up to $15. And I was like, I really want to put this in here. But if I put this in here, it's not going to fit in the under $15 category. So then I'm going to have to put it in the under $50 category. But I try to keep those a little bit higher usually. Not always the case. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to do it, and it's going to squeeze in at the $19 mark where the category stops off at 20 So I just want to recap the first three items here, which are in the first category. So gift ideas for under $20. Zombie dice. It's, I think, $13.13 from your local game store. You can buy it on Amazon. We get an affiliate link. Number two. Dragon Chow Dice Bags. They only cost $13. They're reversible and flat-bottomed. Fantastic. And number three, Wally Simon's Secrets of Wargame Design, Volume 1. Only $19 from On Military Matters. Of course, links to all of those in the show notes, wargamingforums.com slash WR83. Now we're moving on to our second category. It's under $50. That's right. Gift ideas that are $50 or less and Previously, we've had some fantastic stuff in here, all sorts of different things. And this time, we have a nice mix here. I have a computer program, I got a book, and I got a minis game. So let's start things off with the computer program. I've talked about this program before, and I'm proud to say that we have a link to them on our website. It is Hexographer. We have an affiliate link. It costs $25.95. Suggest that you go and try it out. I use this for making all of my wargaming maps. Let's say you want to make a campaign, you want to plan things out, and you don't know how to do it. I had trouble trying to find this piece of software. I didn't know what to do. I was like, am I going to have to make everything in Photoshop? I don't know how to use Photoshop. 
what do I do? And I was freaking out. And then I came across Hexographer because it's really cool. It is cross-platform, whether you're on Windows, Mac, or Linux, it'll work. It's really affordable. $25.95 is a great deal. And it makes those cool hexes, so that way you know everything is equidistant. It has tons of built-in artwork, so you can change color for different terrain types. You can put in pre-made icons. Maybe you're doing a medieval campaign. You can put that in. You can put in stuff for ancients, like with Hail Caesar. You can put stuff in for Black Powder. You can do it all. There's sci-fi stuff. You name it, it's in there. There's all sorts of cool extra custom icons and custom map um, terrain pieces that can go in. You just pick what you want. It goes right in, and it's fantastic. The people who make it also give fantastic tech support. Get a question, just send an email. It's amazing. And they're working on a new piece of software, which I supported on Kickstarter, called Cityographer. It's like Hexographer, but the cool thing is it focuses on a city. The intention, I think, is for role-playing games, but I'm going to use it for, you guessed it, to make maps of city-based games. I'm going to have, you know, the different buildings set up in there. It'll be a way that I can maybe add a little bit of character to zoom in, so to speak, from the hexographer map of my campaigns and zoom in into a city or a town and show what's going on there and can do, say, some skirmish-type games. This would work really well with Force on Force. You create a generic kind of town. You can put walls in there. You can put streams and rivers and bridges and all sorts of stuff. You pull out your force on force. You're like, we've got this going on. And then you can make your own scenario. And you made your map. You print it out. And you're ready to go. It's just, it's fantastic. So that's why I supported that on Kickstarter. And Hexographer came out, I believe, the same way. It was a Kickstarter program. And it got going. It's a great deal. $25.95. I've talked about it before. And I have mentioned that I am using it to make the map for my Deadhampton Revolution. Which is my own what if you know, imagination kind of campaign set in a world just like the War of American uh, Independence, the American Revolution. It's really easy to use. It's a lot of fun. It's a great program. I just can't say enough good things about it. So head on over to our website. We get a link to it and go and check it out. You can buy a free demo, ver- not buy, you can get a free demo version to kind of get your feet wet and see what you like. It's a really easy, accessible program, uh, very quick thing a very low learning curve you just kind of dive right in you're good to go and if you like it buy the pro version which unlocks all of the features i have the pro version it's fantastic 25.95 number two on the list here for under 50 dollars is angels 20 two-player starter it's 27 dollars and 95 cents from our sponsor 127games.com they have the cheapest prices on access and allies managers and Angels 20 is the new Axis and Allies minis game. It f- focuses on World War II aerial combat. I play this a few times because my buddy Adrian has a copy. It's a lot of fun. You get a bunch of different planes and you put your maps out and there's different types of missions and different types of maneuvers you do. It's a lot of fun. It can be a quick game or it can be a long game. The models are beautiful. The game itself is a little pricey. Definitely you can buy it from your local game store. But it's $50 for the starter at your local game store. Or at least I believe it's $50. Or it used to be. But I would really recommend that, you know, of course, check out your local game store. But it's just so affordable here that if you're going to buy it, I, I, I feel like I'm doing you a disservice. Because I want you to save some money so that you can use that other money to buy other stuff at your local game store. Buy this online from 12.7 Games. You can buy 
your individual planes and stuff. They just he has it all at 127games.com. So pick up Angels 20. It's a lot of fun. It's a great game. It's a collectible minis game, just like War at Sea, just like Axis and Allies minis. It's worth it though. It's a lot of fun. Put up by Wizards of the Coast. They just have so much stuff for this game already. And if nothing else, you could use the models with Wings of War, which is another great game. And the models for Wings of War really fantastic as is. But you could just get these. These are they're just there. So that way, if you had these, you could use them for both games. Really easy to do. So that's the second thing on my list of under fifty dollars. Now moving on to the third thing in the category of under fifty dollars. This is a book. It is called Wargaming on a Budget by Ian Dickey. You can buy this over at Amazon. I believe your local bookstore should have it. You can get it from your local library too, which is how I got this. I was able to actually get it. I think it was the, I don't know, the Army War College who sent it to me. It's a really cool book that retails at $25.47 at Amazon. And what it is, it, it tells you how to wargame on a budget. Times are tight. Money is scarce for everybody all over the world. No matter where you are, chances are if you're a wargamer, whether you're old school, new school, or in the middle somewhere, you want to save some money. You want to maximize what you can do. And you want to do it so that you get the most that you need for the least amount of money. So this tells you all sorts of ways that you can get really cool things, make really cool things, where it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. One of the things that really stuck out at me was making your own game table. I've always thought, oh, how the hell am I going to make my own game table? I've seen different ways to do it. I've seen some game stores get, you know, the folding tables, that like the banquet folding tables they have at like the conference halls and everything, and then they put just big plywood on it so that you end up making the whole 4x6 table that way. I've seen other places get these like workbenches almost, and then they put stuff on top or just different variations of that. But this teaches you how to make your own wargaming table where it's really easy to make, put together, it's not going to cost a lot, but then you can also put it away, so that way it's not just taking up all the space. Let's say you love to play pool, right? You're not going to have a pool table in your house, because the pool table takes up so much space. It has to live there. You can't put it away. You want to do anything else in that space, you can't. you got a pool table there. But with wargaming, people often think, oh, if I have a wargaming table, if I get a game table in my home, if I have the room for it, of course, that is, it's going to take up all that space, and I can't use it for anything else. So that means I can't have my own game table. Yes, you can. You get this book. It'll tell you how to do that. It'll tell you many other things, too. But it'll tell you how to do this, and then when you're done, you take the table apart really easy, and it just stores up against the wall or in whatever storage space you have. I'm really looking forward to hopefully getting a copy of this for myself, or maybe someone will buy it for me as a gift, and then attempting to make my own game table because my wife and I, as I have mentioned before, Crossing our fingers, we should be getting our own house. We will be closing on it at the end of December. And then I have half a finished basement down there that I'm going to use for gaming and all sorts of stuff. The other half is work area and, of course, laundry and stuff. But it has a workbench where I can work on models and paint and all sorts of stuff. I'm hoping that I'll have enough room so I can have a game table downstairs, invite some buddies over and do some gaming. Be fantastic. I'm not really handy, so to speak. I'm not really good with tools or whatever. So it'll be a challenge, and I'm going to try it, though. So I'm hoping to get this book for that. And like I said, many other great things are in here in this book for ways that you can wargame on a budget. Things like making your own terrain and where to get cheap minis and just all sorts of stuff. So I really can't recommend this enough. I just think it's really cool. I flipped through the book. It's pretty interesting, and it's a cheap price. It's very affordable. 
So to recap the three items here in the under $50 category, we have the computer software Hexographer for only $25.95, the Angels 20 two-player starter, $27.95 from our sponsor, 12-7-games.com, and then we have the book, Wargaming on a Budget, by Ian Dickey, which you can get for a great price on Amazon at only $25.47. That's right, all of these under $30 each, even though the category is under $50, each of these under $30. So again, whether you're getting anything from our category of $20 and less or $50 and less, you're not spending a lot of money. It's really cool. You can get some great things for the gamer, the war gamer in your life, the historical gamer in your life, and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Now, we're moving on to our last category. It's the $100 and up category. This is what I like to call the shoot for the moon category. Things that you just would never ever imagine to get for yourself, perhaps, that are fantastic. And in the past, I've talked about things like maybe getting an army painted and that sort of stuff. And I thought about including that again. But there's been some controversy lately with one of the examples that I've used, blue table painting. And I don't want to get into that now because this episode is the holiday gift guide. So I'm going to leave that for another time. But I felt like I couldn't really leave the army painting on the list here on the gift guide because the primary example that I've used has that kind of cloud going around it. And so I felt, you know what, we're going to put that aside and come up with some other stuff, make it as fresh as possible. So this category has all new things, although one of them is similar to something from last year. And one of them is just it's different. It kind of involves a little, I don't know, innovation on your part. The first thing that I'm going to talk about are some fantastic terrain pieces. Battleboards, terrain boards. These are made by this company in the United Kingdom called Battleboards. They have a bunch of pre-made, well not pre-made, but predetermined terrain pieces. And each terrain piece is a two foot by two foot board square. And they have them in a bunch of different types of terrain. They have desert, they have grass, they have, you know, you name it. They come painted, flocked, all sorts of stuff. Or you can have them make custom things. There's special pricing for all of that. They've made fantastic tables for different things. There's a picture on their website. I think it was uh, Borodino, the Battle of Borodino. They made a custom board for that. Just went crazy, made it historically accurate and all sorts of stuff. Or you can buy the predetermined ones. They have, like I said, grass and all sorts of different things. They also have really cool ones for Blood Bowl. It costs... Roughly $80 American for a single two foot by two foot terrain piece. So for a whole four by six table, it's going to cost $480. Not exactly cheap, but again, this is a hundred dollar and up category. You got to remember that they are in England or the United Kingdom. So there's an extra cost because of that. And of course, shipping and everything is going to make price an issue. They look fantastic though. They do an amazing job. These are some of the best looking terrain boards that I've seen in a long time. I've often thought, you know, it would be really cool if I had a table, gaming table, and then instead of having to like sculpt my own stuff out of the polystyrene and all that, because, I mean, who has the time, really, to do all that? If I had just all the money in the world, I would love to be able to have it made for me. And this is how you can do it. The uniform size, so that way you can buy a bunch of different types of terrain, and you place them however you want. And you get a different table basically every time, different set of terrain. All you got to do is you put your own hills on, you can put forests, just buy some woodland scenic stuff, make your own cheaply or whatever, but at least you're going to have the table itself, the boards itself all set. 
and roughly 80 American per two foot by two foot uh, terrain board, which is a square, of course, and a four by six table. It's going to cost you $480. You can get just all sorts of different setups. It's just really, really cool. So that's a new thing this time around that I want to mention. The second thing in the $100 and up category is the brand new iPad mini. Previously, we've talked about having the iPad here on the list, and I think iPad's fantastic. Of course, it costs more. The reason why I'm going with the iPad mini is twofold. One, it's cheaper. It's only $329. You buy it at apple.com. You buy it at your local Apple store if you have one. The other one is that it's smaller in size than the iPad. So it's really cool because, of course, you can do your computing stuff. You could blog on it. You could record a podcast into it. You can listen to podcasts. You can do all that kind of stuff. But it can also function as an e-reader. So instead of buying a Kindle, instead of buying a Nook, I have a Nook Color. My wife has a, a Nook Simple Touch. I know people who have Kindles and Kindle Fires, and we all love our own devices, but they're all proprietary, which means the Kindle will only play things that you've gotten from the Kindle store. The Nook will only play things that you've gotten from the Barnes & Noble Nook store. What about stuff from elsewhere, right? What if there's stuff you wanted to get from Kindle, you uh, from Barnes & Noble, uh, rather, you can't put it on your Kindle, and things from Amazon you can't put on your Nook? The answer is the iPad. There's the Apple iBook store, so you can get the same stuff from Apple. It'll play again on your proprietary stuff. But there's also apps for the Barnes & Noble Nook store, the Amazon Kindle store. So you can get basically whatever you want. You get the best of both worlds. I've found really cool books that are cheaper maybe on Amazon and some that are cheaper on Barnes & Noble. This way you can play the field, get things that you like, get them cheaply. And there's digital versions of all sorts of stuff, like that book I've mentioned, Wargaming on a Budget. It's even cheaper on the Kindle store. So if you had an iPad mini, you go, you download the app, you set up your free account with Amazon, and then you buy the book for even less, and you put it on your iPad mini, and it makes it easier for you to carry with you. So when you go out gaming with your buddies, you can show them there. If you had a digital subscription to a magazine, you bought, let's say there's, um for whatever reason, World War Games says, do you know what? It's about time we released our stuff as ebooks. So you buy the Black Powder rulebook as an ebook. You have it with you. You go to a convention. You got all the rules right there. You don't have to worry about lugging around that big ass, heavy hardcover rulebook with all its beautiful pages stuff. Everything's digital. It's high def right there in your device. It's really easy, and you can look up stuff on the internet. You can then send an email with questions that you had about the rules or whatever the case happens to be. You can load in pictures from your games. It's just win, win, win. It's really cool. I've seen this in person. It's a great device. $329 isn't bad when you consider how much the iPad is. And when you consider how much you would spend on just a regular e-reader that would just only play stuff from the Barnes & Noble store or from the Amazon store. Why not get the best of both in all worlds and get an iPad mini? It's only $329. I know Apple says if you buy it, rather order it, from them by December 5th, which is really soon. They guarantee delivery for Christmas. Otherwise, go to your local store and hope they have them in stock and just pick it up. Like I said, 329 And all your rules that you need, all your notes, all your PDF files, all your whatever, it's there, it's easy, it's accessible, you can get to the cloud, things you have on Dropbox, wherever the heck you have the stuff. It's just amazing. It, it, mobile computing is the way to go. Websites and everything now are being designed more and more for the mobile platform before the desktop. 
people don't really have desktop computers as much anymore. They moved to laptops, and now they're moving to the mobile devices, the smartphones, you know, the Android phones, the iPhones, and all that kind of stuff. But tablet computers, really important and really useful to gamers. More and more stuff is being released digitally by the different companies. Look at Osprey Publishing. They have a lot of digital material there. Those Osprey books are a huge boon to me. I'm sure they are to you, too. Just check it out. It's a way to go. I can't say enough about it, and I'm rambling now. So I'm moving on to the next item, the last item in this category, and the last item on the holiday gift guide for 2013. The last item here in the $100 and up category is kind of making your own sort of basket. It can be kind of cool to you know make a basket of a bunch of different things and give to someone. This plays on that idea. This is a magazine subscription bundle. And what I've done is I picked a couple of what I think are the better gaming magazines, better war gaming magazines out there. And I've combined them into this bundle. And it's not a bundle I'm offering. You would have to buy them separately. But you could, you know, buy them separately and then put them together, so to speak, in a little basket or some sort of bundle, a gift bag or whatever, to give to the war game of the historical gamer in your life. The first one I want to mention is War Games Soldiers and Strategy. I want to recommend that you pick up a one-year digital subscription. I have an affiliate link in the show notes on the blog, which I'll give you in a minute. The one-year digital subscription is very affordable. I've done it before. It's worth every penny. It costs $19.41. Like I said, it's very, very affordable. The paper format is fantastic. I think it's great. It's just it costs more. And I think you don't lose anything by getting the digital subscription here. In the episode before this episode, what was it, 82, I believe, I talk about some great magazines that are just really fantastic for historical and wargaming people like you and me. And I mentioned War Game Soldiers and Strategy in there. Get the digital subscription. It's cheap and it's it's worth every penny. And then the other magazine I want to mention is Battle Games Magazine. And you're thinking, wait a sec. Jonathan, you've said time after time after time how upset you are with Battle Games and how you canceled your subscription and so forth. And that is true. But I'm not upset with Battle Games. I'm upset with the way that Atlantic Publishers, the owners of Battle Games Magazine, are handling the quote-unquote digital subscription of the magazine, which is no subscription at all. It's a digital license. What I'm suggesting here is that you get the paper subscription. It's a lot more expensive than the quote-unquote digital one, but unlike the digital one, you actually get to keep this forever. So when your subscription ends, whenever that is, you don't lose the content that you paid for. You still get it. You keep it forever. So it costs $87.00. For you to have a paper subscription to Battle Games Magazine if you are anywhere in the world, which is outside of Europe, outside of the United Kingdom. It costs less if you're in the United Kingdom or in Europe, but they figure in shipping and everything. So it's roughly 87 American for just about anywhere in the world, anywhere in North America, to get a paper subscription for one year to Battle Games Magazine. It's worth every penny. It's a fantastic magazine. Henry Hyde is an amazing editor. He does a great job with it. When I mentioned in the previous episode, and I talked about different magazines, I talked about War Games Illustrated and how it's cool, but it focuses more on the illustrations. And I talked about Battle Games Magazine, how it's cool, but it focuses more on the words and the different approaches to the same topic. And they're both equally good. And here I'm giving you basically the same kind of stuff. I'm saying War Games Soldiers and Strategy, which is really cool. A great magazine, not tethered to any particular company. Like War Games Illustrated is with Battlefront, who produces Flames of War. 
War Game Soldiers and Strategy isn't tied to anyone. They cover everything equally. They're completely unbiased. They're unfettered. Battle Games Magazine, the same way. The only reason why I'm suggesting that War Game Soldiers and Strategy is a digital sub is because it's cheaper and you don't lose anything in the process. It's a true digital subscription. You keep the content forever. Pay a lower price. It's just amazing. It's a great magazine. And like I said, it's a true subscription. You keep it forever. It's not a digital license. And with Battle Games, I'm suggesting a paper subscription, even though it costs more, because you will get to keep it forever. Until you throw away those magazines, you get to keep it forever, whereas the quote-unquote digital subscription is really a license. So get the Battle Games Magazine paper subscription for $87, the War Game Soldiers and Strategy digital subscription, and you put those together, and you get yourself a cool magazine subscription bundle to give to the gamer in your life that's going to cost you $106.41 American. You can't go wrong. Plus, this way, it's cool. They can read War Game Soldiers and Strategy on their new iPad Mini, hopefully, that they're getting from someone, and then they can get the physical Battle Games magazine and get that going, and they just get it all covered. Let me just remind you that the entire list, and I've talked for quite a while now, Everything on this holiday gift guide you can get by going to the show notes on our blog. Head on over to wargamingforums.com slash WR83. That's right, wargamingforums.com slash WR83. And that has links to everything on here. Everything from Zombie Dice all the way down here to Battle Games Magazine. You click the link, it takes you to what you need and you can do your shopping online. But I want to remind you, don't forget your local game stores. There are some really great Massachusetts game stores and great game stores near you wherever you happen to be. So I just want to mention some really great game stores that are here in Massachusetts or nearby because, of course, here on Wargaming Recon, we like to talk about historical gaming and New England gaming. So I want to give shoutouts to Adler Hobby in Hollis, New Hampshire. It's right over the Massachusetts border. I want to give a big shout-out to Battleground Games and Hobbies. At its new location in Abington, it has just moved to a new, bigger, fancier facility. After the previous one they've been in for 10 years, they just decided to move just like half a mile down the street. And they also have another location in Plainville, not far from Foxborough Stadium, where the New England Patriots play. So they get those two locations for Battleground Games and Hobbies. Then the Game Castle in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Again, it's right over the border. I also want to mention the Hobby Bunker in Malden. It has tons of fantastic historical gaming stuff. Anything you need, they have. If you can't get to them, they go to all the cons. They're, you name it, they're at all the cons. Havoc, they're at everything. So you can check them out. Big shout out to them. And also want to give a big shout out to The Wiz on Route 9 East in Westboro. They have just about everything you need and then some for Flames of War and all sorts of other cool historical gaming stuff. They're getting a lot of bolt action stuff coming soon. And they just cover it all. They have tons of fantastic stuff. Big shout out to them. And they're actually where I get my copy of War Games Illustrated. So they have just tons of fantastic stuff. Big shout out to The Wiz on Route 9 East in Westboro. So those are just, what is that? That's five game stores in or very close to Massachusetts that I think are fantastic for historical gamers. Of course, you're going to have some fantastic game stores near you wherever you happen to be. I bet you that there's some amazing ones there. Be sure to check them out because chances are you can get all or maybe not all, but most of the items here on this list by going to your local game store. As a recap, I'm just going to go through the list one last time for you. 
Starting off the list in the under $20 category is Zombie Dice for just $13.13. Then Dragon Chow Dice Bags cost roughly $13. We move on to Wally Simon's Secrets of War Game Design is only $19 from On Military Matters. In the under $50 category, we have the computer software Hexographer, costing $25.95. Then, Angels 20, the two-player starter, is only $27.95 from our sponsor, 12-7-games.com. Finally, we have Wargaming on a Budget by Ian Dickey, which is a great price over on Amazon at only $25.47. Now, the $100 and up category includes Battleboards Terrain Boards, so they're roughly $80 per terrain board which is two feet by two feet for a table for that's four by six table it's only four hundred and eighty dollars next is the ipad mini costing three hundred and twenty nine dollars and finally you get to make your own magazine subscription bundle pick up war game soldiers and strategy one year digital subscription and battle games magazine one year paper subscription add them together give them to the gamer in your life for a hundred and six dollars and forty one cents don't forget to check out your local game stores, wherever they happen to be. Here in New England, Adler Hobby, Battlegrounds Games and Ho uh, Hobbies in Abington and Plainville, The Game Castle in Londonderry, New Hampshire, Hobby Bunker in Malden, and The Wiz on Route 9 East in Westboro. So, I've told you 15 great ideas for the historical gamer, the war gamer in your life. I'm sure that you have some great ideas as well, things that maybe you're hoping to get for yourself, things that I missed and you just think, oh, how could you miss it, Jonathan? It's a great whatever, a great game, a great book, a great whatever it is. You really got to mention it. Be sure to tell me what that is. I'd love to hear what you think I missed or things that you just think are fantastic. Please post a comment in the show notes to the blog. Head on over to wargamingforums.com slash WR83. That's right, wargamingforums.com slash WR83. Or send me an email. CWF Gamecast at WarGamingForums.com. That'll get you in touch with me. It's probably a very easy way for you to just write a little message and let me know what you're thinking. If that's not up to speed for you, you can give me a phone call. That's right. I have a phone number that you can reach me at. 347-470-4263. That's 347-470-GAME. Leave me a voicemail. Tell me what you're thinking, and chances are you just might make it onto a future episode of Wargaming Recon. Before I sign off for this episode, episode 83, which is the holiday gift guide for 2013, I just want to give you a reminder, a little notice, that the release schedule is going to be changed just slightly because of the Christmas holiday. There's going to be, of course, this show that's coming out today, the day you're listening to it, which is hopefully December 3rd, the day of release. But if not, it's going to be December 3rd, and then there'll be another show on December 17th, and then there will be a break. The show will then resume coming out as of January 7th, and that's because of Christmas, and of course there's Hanukkah happening now, and well not now, but shortly, and Kwanzaa, and Boxing Day, and New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day, and just all that kind of stuff. All these holidays kind of happen this time of year. So that's causing the show to be released on December 3rd, December 17th, a break and resuming on January 7th, 2013. I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to remind you that if you enjoyed Wargaming Recon, chances are you might like some of the other shows on the Troll in the Corner podcast network. Over at my other show, Geeks Explicitly, 
I had recently released an episode where I talk about a bunch of great gift ideas for the geek in your life. I hope you'll check that out. There's also two other fantastic shows on there right now. Monsters of the Shattered World, which is a great, great, great narrative podcast. It's short. It's to the point. It's interesting. It's about the scholar who's on a foreign planet and encounters a bunch of different monsters. That's put out by Brent Newell. It's fantastic. It's a monthly podcast. And then the one and only Mr. Brent Gerber, owner of Troll in the Corner, releases his own indie talks, which covers all aspects of independent games, independent whatever. He covers it all, does a fantastic job of it. Be sure to check that out. As you know, the drill right about now, we're going to give you some promos for that kind of stuff. We're going to have the credits for this show, which has, of course, all our contact information and all that kind of stuff. Just want to thank you for listening. Want to say we will be back here giving you cool new content on December 17th. And then we're going to take our break until January 7th, 2013. I hope that you have found this episode, Wargaming Recon episode 83, Holiday Gift Guide 2013, to be useful. I hope that maybe some of the ideas that I've shared with you in this episode will be useful for you to come up with something to give the gamer in your life. I hope it works. I love doing this episode. Like I said, it's my favorite one. I love to do it every year. I just, I look forward to it. So I hope you enjoyed listening to it. So thank you again. And as always, keep on gaming. Wargaming Recon is a proud member of the Troll in the Corner podcast network. If you enjoy Wargaming Recon, you might enjoy some of the other shows on the network. So here's the lineup. Every Wednesday is a new episode of Indie Talks with Ben Gerber. Ben is the owner of Troll ITC, and on Indie Talks, he covers independent games, movies, television. He performs interviews with guests, gives reviews, and much more. He claims it's a bi-monthly podcast, but actually, you can get a new episode every Wednesday. Geeks Explicitly is a show I co-host with my buddy Drew McCarthy. We release new episodes every Thursday covering all aspects of geek life. Look for reviews, interviews, and much more. Of course, Wargaming Recon is a bi-monthly historical and New England gaming podcast featuring interviews, reviews, convention coverage, giveaways, and much more. Then, Gamer Tunes, another show I do, is a bi-monthly gaming music podcast where you can find music to play in your games or when you're just chilling with your gaming buddies. All music on the show is either free, freely available via the Creative Commons, or artists have given me permission to play it. You can check Gamer Tunes twice a month. Finally, Monsters of the Shattered World is a monthly podcast hosted by Brent Newhall. Brent is one of the other editors at TrollITC.com. Monsters of the Shattered World is a story-type podcast just like the old Sherlock Holmes radio. If you like any of these or you just want to see what's going on, please head over to TrollITC.com. Be sure to click on the Troll in the Corner Podcast Network logo. Hey there, this is Ben Gerber from Troll in the Corner, and I'd like to invite you to listen to my podcast, Indie Talks. Indie Talks is a discussion about independent publishing, where we take a look at indie games, the people who write them, and the people who play them. We're going to branch a little farther afield as well and talk to some independent television and movie stars and creators, as well as crafters, all of who are related to gaming in some way, shape, or form. So please join me on the Troll in the Corner Network at TrollITC.com and give Indie Talks a listen.
This is Andreas, apprentice of the White Order. I would like to invite you to listen to my letters, a humble collection of my observations of the various beautiful and very, very dangerous creatures that inhabit my world. I hope you enjoy it as part of the Monsters of the Shattered World on Troll in the Corner at trollitc.com. Hi, this is Tristan. And this is Ben. And this is Growing Geeks, a podcast where we talk about parenting as geeks and use our skills to raise the next generation of awesome people. Wargaming Recon is a proud member of the Troll in the Corner podcast network. Visit www.trollitc.com for more information. This recording is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 license. Look for Wargaming Recon online at www.wargamingforums.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Stitcher Radio. You can learn more about this episode by reading the show notes on our blog. Many thanks to Andrew and Court for inspiring the show's name. Thank you for listening, and keep on gaming.